Welcome to Obscurity. We're back again. Um, more fun, less support, more fun. And no, uh, all the support and all the fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've got my wonderful favorite co-host, uh, Midge Returns. Well, thank you. Beav is gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has better things to do than come on here and not say anything. Understood. Understood. So last time, uh, quick recap, we talked about uh, support um, networks, support people, how mm-hmm. people can benefit from following support or asking for support and the people that do follow that, how well they end up playing, paying off in the end, how how important it is to that per- person. And uh, speaking with you, I think uh, one of the things that we probably should address is that time or lack of time and how these support networks are able to help with that time. So I would, I just thought that was kind of an interesting point that you brought up that we completely did not cover. No. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was playing video games with T-Dog the other day and he's like, aren't you supposed to be going to bed because you have stuff to do tomorrow? It was because I had to go to work. And he's like, why are you up so late? Go to bed. And I was like, man, dad, I didn't realize I was playing my dad here. <laughs> but it, like, it's funny because just last night I was uh, talking with him on Xbox and uh, he says, yeah, I think we can wrap this up. It's getting kind of late for you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I did wake up early. so. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it a lot of times if you have a good support network, they'll they'll help you with what you're lacking. Like they'll remind you, Hey, you, 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 let's just say you said you're going to go to the grocery store or buy brake parts for your car that hasn't, you know, been running well for the last month and a half. And your wife was like, Hey, you know, you said you were going to go do this. You're going to go get this done finally. And you're like, no, because I'm lazy. Right. That's pretty much it. But she, she reminds people, me <laughs> that, you know, to do, do what I say I was going to do, but it's, it's also, it, I always feel like I don't have enough time. Like, I don't, I don't want anyone who's like, oh, I got all the time in the world. Well, T-Dog says he does all the time. He's like, oh, I got plenty of time. But uh, I'm always feeling like I'm I'm running ragged, man. Like uh, uh, one from one thing right to another yeah. to another. Yeah, there's there's never like when there is a pause, it pauses for too long and I fall asleep. Yeah, that's like, I I can agree. I can I can completely agree with this statement. Uh, actually, last last week. I told, I mentioned to my wife, I said, uh, I'd love to sit down and play video games, but I know as soon as I look at it, I'm just going to fall asleep. I'm not going to be able to do anything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she, she kind of said, or she looked at me, she kind of smiled. She says, would you like to watch a movie? And I said, as long as it's not slow, (laughs) (laughs) like if it's got my, my attention and it's, you know, making my mind move, then sure. Yeah. But if something's moving too slow, this, these past couple of weeks, I'm just, I'm disconnected. I'm I'm gone from it. And it does allude into the time. And much like you said, you have them people around you that, hey, you're going to work on this or, hey, how's this coming? And and it's also a lot of times, at least for me, it's how they paraphrase or how they start that conversation of, hey, how's this coming compared to what about that? Have Are you still working on that? Well, I mean, if you're going to talk down to me, no, I'm not. It. You know, I'm done. I'm done with the whole thing. But when I got three trees laying in my yard and they're, you know, hey, how's how's the cleanup coming? Well, you know, I'm, I'm working on it slowly but surely. And people stop by and they help out to to be that support with that that uh, aspect of it. So, no, you have a very valid point with the that time stuff. Mm-hmm. Like at, at work, 
I run out of time all the time at work. If there's a problem, I will stand in front of a machine and just think. I don't, uh, they call it, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to be mean to my coworkers. They call it going for a safety meeting, which basically means, hey, we're done talking out here. Let's go into the, the office and sit because that's all they do is they sit and they just talk about it. A lot of people end up doing that. And it's 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 horrendous because there's if there's a problem, how are you going to be able to see what's going on if you're in the, in the office just sitting? You mm-hmm. can't. So I, I literally they they would be like the opposite of support network. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> anti-support uh, yeah, anti-support. Networks. But then it makes me more motivated <laughs> to go and try to figure it out and get it done. The whole proof wrong theory is is definitely a big support thing for me. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that. So I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, go you're on. good. I just they're they're garbage people. And there's there, <laughs> there's garbage people in your lives, people that are going to try to bring you down. Everybody will. And and then. Let's put another spin on this and let's take it uh, from a perspective aspect. Let's uh, let's talk about some of these support people that do try to bring you down, that try to demotivate you to mm-hmm. uh, to achieve a certain goal, right? And you have these people. We both had them throughout our whole life. Oh, yeah. Especially with osteogenesis. We had them where they would tell us, oh, you're not going to be able to run that far. You're not going to be able to lift that much. You're not going to be able to jump that high. You're not going to be able to do these certain things. As a child looking at that, and would you call them terrible role models? Because they they did nothing but install the fact that you are not good enough for something, right? They're, they're mm-hmm. already comparing you to a certain thing. At least that's how I felt growing up. I was constantly compared to something better. The normal and, kid. But I also don't believe in normal is very loosely used. <laughs> let's, let's just identify that. But I also don't believe that that's the best way to try to support anybody is to compare them to something else, at at least my mindset of this. And so, sorry, I don't mean to keep keep rambling on here, but uh, the, and I say but, so it doesn't matter. I do mean this. Yeah, yeah, but, but. But right. basically, it just annihilates everything you're going to say <laughs> right. after that. Right. The heck with you, support. Yes. I got this show. No, I'm just joking. No, you're good. Um, so the perspective of them people, though, now that I'm older, I look at it, and they were great role models for the fact of that is exactly what I do not want to be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, just coming to my head when you said uh, they, they always compare you to somebody else, I've always been a pretty funny kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I I'm always been Brian Bunks just kind of out there crazy. And there's always been somebody who's like, well, I know somebody crazier. Yeah. I know someone funnier. I they, Like you're funny, but this guy's funnier. And it's like, I remember, I remember when I was younger, like having a kid, like I was like 20, I, I'd get kind of upset. I'm like, man, like, I'm just like, I don't care about them. They, like how are they even in this conversation right now? Right. But it's just because they, I don't know. It's like almost like they, they realize that you're funnier than they are. And they have to make sure that there's someone that's better than you. Like they can't let you just enjoy your success or enjoy what you're doing. It's almost like that to try to bring you down to their level. And that's, that happens all the time. And the best way I've found personally to tell people to kick sticks in a not so polite way is to tell them to kick sticks. Like be like, I will bust <laughs> just, your teeth out. Like, just verbally upfront. Yeah. Like, like this is how it is. You're my favorite phrase is you're pissing me off. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's your cue to leave me alone. And if you proceed to go beyond that, I, it depends where I'm at. That I I have hit a couple people for doing that, and then there's a couple that I just if I'm at work I walk away because you know what, yeah, it ain't worth it. it ain't worth it. Understood. But my, then again, 
I, like I said in the car, dude, that year I could ride that high from punching somebody in the throat and losing my job for a whole year. Like, you know how many stories I get to tell, how many interesting people I'd meet? Like, I'd have to pay bail. I'd be in prison. Not in prison. I might go to prison. You never know how much I beat them. But Jeez. like, it, it would, to me, knowing myself, I could ride that for a while. Like, that might be like one to five years. I might just be feeling great. Oh, it's fair enough. And then, so would you throw them into your support group? <laughs> they made me feel good. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that being said, if I lost my job and everything, I mean, it would be, I'd see how good my support network with my wife is. Like, she's already <laughs> told me she'd leave my in jail. Whoops. But she said, I ain't bailing you out. I was like, oh, hopefully I have enough money in my own savings then. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> something else. But uh, that's her way of deterring me. I'm not going to help you do something that's not good. Right. And it, it it's still a support network. She's like, no, this is a bad idea. Don't do this. Like, uh, I literally talked about doing that with her. And she was like, she, she was very, you will sit in jail. I will not bail you out. I was like, you know what? That's fine. I might meet some interesting people. I might meet Teddy, who, you know, beat his wife. to hear stories about how she's a terrible person. <laughs> Jeez. So with that, would you say that she saved you time? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Do you, so, is it is it time not to worry about the situation? Is it time not to even think about the situation? Or is it maybe the lack of time because she's like, hey, here's the next to do. You need to do this. <laughs> you need to get this done. More of, of she helped me get over it faster by letting me talk to her and, and talk everything out. So I spend time now to chill out and calm down and not want to throttle my coworkers with, you know, till they're bloody. That's probably a good thing. It is. It is. She She definitely helps me. Stay calmer. Try to try to stay calmer, you know? Right. But you guys can't see the motion I'm doing, but I'm like, you know, doing like a little gentle like wave, almost like something you see the Queen of England do if she was still alive. And <laughs> it, she has a great support network too. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot of people that supported that queen. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's also a lot of people that you don't see that doesn't support the monarch anymore. So I mean, there's a whole country devoted to not this, Multiple countries have voted not supporting right. that monarch. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that... And, and actually, the most people that have left that monarch are doing a lot better off. India's doing great. India is doing great. United States, we're doing pretty good. I think we're I, doing great. I think, uh, now that we're way off topic here, I think... Oh, no, it's about support networks. We I, abandoned that support I network know. of the kingdom. Oh, yeah, so did Australia, though. They abandoned the whole thing because this will be the first time that they have a currency with a face other a excuse me a fraction currency with a face on it other than the queen of england in something like 80 years 70 years or something like that mm -hmm. that's that's insane she took office when she's like 25 so she office. took office office <laughs> goddamn americans american it up right there right get her done that's something else but no uh the it, there's a lot of different kinds of support networks, and there are, there are terrible ones that will, if you follow them, you will do nothing but be miserable. I do believe I I do believe in the fact though that if you do find the right support network, you free up a lot of your time mm -hmm. because I mean, with anybody's issues comes comes with. I don't necessarily say that it always is attached to that, so keep that in mind. I'm also not a professional, but. Any, at any stage, somebody worries about something, depression starts setting in. Mm -hmm. And depending on how the individual is, it's depending on how they handle it. Like there's a lot of dependencies on the individual person and the support network around them. And then if all of this is subject to taking up your time, 
that support network, if done correctly, does maybe half hour a week or, or an hour a week or three hours, five days, who cares? It's still going to free up some time later down the road for the, that person. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea of it. And the, the idea of lack of time just come from how how we've been moving. <laughs> Man, I, I, I lost sleep because I was worried about not getting enough sleep. That's what happened the last two days. I was like, I need to go to bed because I need to get sleep. I want sleep. I want to be able to get up at two o'clock in the morning like my normal time is so that I am not exhausted during work because I don't want to, again, make my coworkers beat, you know, beat them bloody. I was going to make, I was going to say make them bloody, but I like beat them bloody better. So, but I literally have lost sleep, worried about being able to fall asleep because I want to sleep because I want to not be tired. It's just been a vicious cycle. <laughs> it I, sounds like a terrible cycle. It is. And and it also, I have elbows in my neck for my wife. Like, that doesn't help either. And Let's be happens. honest here. Like, that support part of that can just go. Like, if, if she lost her arm, she can still support me pretty well emotionally without missing an arm. <laughs> like, just make her a nubby. Just, you know, and then, and then that will flop into me. But I, I'll make it pretty short. Like, I'll give her just a little bit past the shoulder. Wow. That way she can still wow. wear the crop top she likes in the vests. Because I love her and care. That's terrible. <laughs> well, I mean... Everything about that is terrible. That went from something supportive to negative. No, no, that's a net gain. Oh, for her or you? For both of us. Because oh. then she's going to be able to stay home more because she's going to be missing her arm. Wow. Like she can okay. still do her, she, she, she'd she have a little more trouble doing her online Twitch stuff and things because, you know, controllers are two-handed, but she'll get around it. I've wow. watched people play games with their feet. She's pretty, pretty good. Fair so, enough. Fair enough. And then she'll have but the time at home. Goes. Now I even make a as long at, as you don't compare it to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I won't. And, like, and if I do, <laughs> why I, can't you do that? <laughs> all you got to do is move and jump. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be hilarious. But no, I I would definitely earn more earn more time back if I slept better. But you can't sleep good if you're worried about sleeping. And That's then, true. And then, I, it, well, I've never really been worried about sleeping. To be honest with you, really? Yeah. I know how angry I get if I don't sleep. I found a window that I'm great if it's four hours, but if I go into like five, five and a half, I'm terrible. But if it's somewhere around six or seven, I'm okay again. Like, it, like, and that's on me. And I know that's on me. Mm-hmm. So I wake up in that grumpy mood going, okay, how do I either one, get more sleep or two, just let everybody do their own thing for the day. I don't need to correct things that I shouldn't be correcting. Like who cares if the dining room chair is not pushed in all the way? I do. It doesn't matter. No, it does. No, it does not. If you can't get past the chair, it to doesn't sit down, hurt anybody. It does. It can hurt you. If it's not pushed in all the way, you can trip on that thing or stub your toe. But that's a that's a mindset and that's something that I have to look more into of why exactly that plays into my mind between them hours. What am I lacking? Like what does sleep provide that I I am absent of to get that irritable? So I've looked into it a lot. And the theory that I like personally is the fact that you have a sleep bank and you can draw from the sleep bank overdraw and basically you're, you're, you need more sleep or you can pay it enough into it where you don't need as much sleep. So if you don't get sleep, you have to catch up on how much sleep you're not getting. You can, you can go for a while, four hours, five hours, whatever, but eventually you're going to have to pay the piper and you need to get that sleep. Um, my wife hates this theory. She thinks I'm insane. But I read about it quite a bit, and I've noticed myself that if I don't get eight hours of sleep, I'm going to be getting 10 hours of sleep, 12 hours of sleep until I get back to, until it's, it roughly equals out eight hours. 
like no matter what I do. So if I only have five hours of sleep, I'm going to be getting nine to 12 the next day to, so to get like, back to eight. So like you're saying all, that it's an exchange of time. Yeah. Thing yeah. It's, for it's sleep. Huh? Yeah. And it's, it's been this way for a long time to where if I don't get enough sleep, I'm going to get sleep eventually. And it's, I feel worse when I have to take naps because then I, I wake up three hours of sleep, two hours of sleep. And that's, that's rough. I went to work on an hour of sleep the other day. Uh, my partner came in beef and I was like, I'm leaving. You're on your own because either I'm going to sleep in the office or I'm going to sleep in my bed and my bed's two minutes away. Right. Right. <laughs> like there isn't no 45 minute drive. It's two minutes away. So I was like, I'm putting vacation in and I took it. And that, that also goes into time. If you have vacation time, why save it? I agree with this statement. Like this is something that's taken me a long time to come to uh, agreement with myself. Mm -hmm. I've always saved, I've always banked my time and I've tried to use it around time that is um, beneficial for other people, mm -hmm. such as holidays, birthdays, things of that nature that, hey, that'd be cool if I could take a day off and spend with them doing this or something like that. The more I do this, the more I, I I live and I grow older, the more free time is nice. Mm -hmm. And free time isn't taking a vacation so I can go home and work <laughs> on my house or something. Actual you know, time. The, it's the relaxed part of the free time. It is, it's absolutely amazing. And time is something, and I know it's so cliche, but you're never going to get it back. Uh a day passes, whether you're awake, whether you're asleep, whether you're happy or mad, a day is still passed. Mm -hmm. And it's just, that's just how it goes. And if you have the right people around you, they make it good. Yep. B's motto that I like that I wish I could implement more is I can either be happy or mad. He's like, I choose to be happy. And that's why I laugh so much. I agree with this. And I, well, I think I have an issue though, because I tend to laugh at people's frustration. It's funny. So No, there's not an issue there. It's funny when people are frustrated. But it shouldn't be funny. I literally laughed at you from your frustration earlier when we started talking you about did. our youngest sister. Like I laughed because it was funny because I can – why I find frustration funny is I can relate to that feeling of frustration. I feel like this needs to be explained. I was asked a question and is all I said. I was standing in front of the microwave and I started to respond and said – I don't know. And I just hit the go button on the microwave and I waited for my food to get done. You, you ended the conversation in frustration. You could visibly see you were frustrated about our little sister. Like it, it, it happened. And the reason why I laughed is because like I said, I felt that exact, well, probably not the exact same frustration, but I'm just as frustrated to the point where I'm like, I don't even care. Like that talking about it doesn't change it. It is what it is. We're going. Right. And to be... <clears throat> Who isn't here's point, the whole be happy or be mad. Which mm -hmm. one you're gonna choose? And and it's not it's I don't think it's wrong to laugh at other people's frustrations. Like, I do. I think there's gotta be some kind of underlining like mental uh I don't know, mental issue going on. Like it's it's a fundamental lack of something. I don't think it's a lack. I really honestly think it's that I can put myself in their shoes. I've been just as mad over something just as trivial, but in that moment, it's super serious. And I can pull myself back and realize in about an hour, you're not going to be that mad. You're going to laugh. And I'm laughing at you right now because in an hour, it's not going to matter. Huh. Like, okay. it's not it's not that I'm lacking empathy. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I do lack empathy in certain situations. We chatted about that before. Correct. Like, if you're homeless or poor, I have no empathy for you. And 
but there's the guy at work. Like, it, like if Beeve gets frustrated over something, like we're trying to get a bearing off and he's like, I can visibly see him getting mad, which doesn't happen. I start laughing. I laugh at him because I've been, j- I've been way madder than he has that something <laughs> so much more trivial, like a screw's not coming out where I strip it and then I get just irate. Oh, there's steam coming out my ears. And there's one time where I was working underneath the uh, extendo and I don't remember what I did, but I got out and I was just, I can feel myself just seething with anger. Beef comes over. What you doing? And I don't remember what I said. I I, I said something really short or something. And he walked away. <laughs> but I'm speaking back. Hey, you, you better now? Oh, I remember what it was. I smashed my fingers in a guard. I was putting a guard back in and it came down and smashed the tips of my fingers. And I got pissed. Like I I I yelled and I kicked this guard. And he was just like, hmm, turned around, walked away. <laughs> and he came back. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I kind of lost my, my, my uh, I don't know, a good term for it. Um, poop there cool yeah i lost my cool i wasn't cool anymore i was definitely uncool he's like yeah i could tell but he still laughed at it like it it's it's those moments where you can realize that it's not important but at that point in time it is the worst thing in the world it's funny it is it It, tends to be and to relate to this last week i i ran across an individual who was broke down in front of my house and by the way individual you're amazing it, it wasn't necessarily funny in any way, shape, or form, but at the same time, it was slightly funny because I've been there. I've been there plenty of times. I mean, my first date with my now wife, my gas tank fell off my, my car, you know? So I've been in that broke down situation and it was humorous to me. So I did kind of laugh about it, but I off, also offered to help. And this is where the time comes in, where at the same time, and, and I just time-timed it, <laughs> this is where the time comes in. While I was busy doing other things, I still tried to take my time to assist somebody who was in a very stressful situation. This individual couldn't get a hold of anybody. He was kind of he was going through every contact on his phone. Couldn't get Dang. in touch with anybody. At least that's what it appeared to me. Um, and he was uh, almost visually nervous. You could see how he was acting. So I did what I could and assisted him. Um, But I also took my time and I just talked with him. Mm -hmm. It turned out he was a very, very intelligent individual, very smart. Uh, Him and his buddies got their own little business thing um, brought up and stuff. And he was telling me about that. It was pretty amazing. And I, I learned to support somebody in a very drastic situation, I guess is the best way that I could put it. And in doing so, wasn't he just changing a tire? No, he was. Uh, I don't. Something happened to his uh, alternator or something. Ooh, uh, that sucks. Okay, yeah, I've been there, right? Yeah, um, and I've been there a couple times. <laughs> but uh, I, he's very intelligent. Tried to help him out, and by the end of it, his uh, his relative showed up. I, I can't remember uh, the situation or how they were related. And we sat out there for another twenty minutes just talking. Mm-hmm. It was, it was no longer about the the situation at hand. It was more about who we were as people, and it was just kind of a a fun little time. But it would also goes to show the the time, the lack of time. While it wasn't necessarily what I had planned, it still worked out, right? Um, mm-hmm. Still worked out for a. Uh, He's gesturing over here, hoping that I can come up with the word he's trying to think of, and I cannot, people. Uh, acquaintance. There we go. Uh, as for the acquaintance. And then it it also 
at the same time leads back into what we we previously discussed with the support side of it. Mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, he gained time, you gained time, and then there's this also has another thing where no matter what you do, if it gives you a good feeling, you're doing it for yourself. You are like one hundred percent, but you're not going to do anything. That's oh, that's not true. People do things that are detrimental to themselves all the time. Karma's not real. No, karma isn't. Like, it, just because you do a good thing does not mean good things come back. Oh, no, no. Don't, just, and don't ever expect anything good to come back. Because, one, good is subjective. We've had this conversation many, many times. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm an amazing person, depending on who you talk to. Right. And I am, too. Or what? I am not. Yeah, which is fine with me. Oh, th that's also a good way to deal with people that aren't good support works, is don't care what they have to say. And let them know you don't care. I like, I agree with this. Like the, the my favorite line was we were arguing about shoot lube on the shoots, and he was at work. Yes, and he was. Okay. Yep. My 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 coworker was trying to tell me not to do it, and I looked at him right now. I was like, I'm going to do what I want. You can do whatever you feel is best. <laughs> I do what I want. Yeah, and that right there <laughs> ended the conversation. And I was like, I'm gonna do what I want. Get get away from me. But it's so true because we go back to the and. Oh, oh, and you know how that leads into time? Because if you lube the shoots beforehand, you shave time off the end of your damn day. Easily. <laughs> Preventative maintenance. Yeah. No way. Oh, my gosh. No yeah, way. I get more time back to sit there and do nothing. But it also leads back into the previous conversation where we talked about how comparing people. Mm -hmm. And I forgot. No, it, was, it, was, it wasn't comparing, it, comparing people. You can do that. But I was thinking more along the lines of... Uh, Asking for opinions. People are going to say what they, they want until you say the same thing back to them. And I was not repeating myself back to him what he wanted me to say. So we argued for a good, excuse me, 10 minutes. <laughs> excuse me. Good 10 minutes about uh, whether or not to lube shoots. Like we had a, a serious argument about it. And Beef thought we were going to come to blows over shoot lube. Right. Well, not not to the shoot lube part, but the, the part where you... You said, don't care about what they say. Oh, yeah, not who, at all. Who cares about what people who are putting down other people say? The idea is is comparing. Like, let me go back to that. Yeah. I find that they were great role models now that I'm an adult because I did not care what they had to say. Mm -hmm. I could care less that they told me that I was unable to do this. I was unable to finish a Tough Mudder. I shouldn't even think about starting. I'm going to do nothing but hurt myself. Did I hurt myself? Yes, I think I we did. all hurt ourselves emotionally. I I did. I couldn't walk for two days, that but was... at the end of it, I finished it, and I didn't necessarily finish it for them to prove them wrong. It was for me because mm -hmm. this is a goal that I had in mind. But there was very few people around me that said that it could be done. And woo, go me. Yeah, right. And that's <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, I pat myself on the back for yeah, that one. It's it was you and you and my wife were mm -hmm. uh the two that said, Hey, if you think you can do it, go for it. I had to pace myself, don't get me wrong. I wasn't no marathon runner and didn't finish it quick, but and watching old people finish before us was pretty depressing. It wasn't to me. It, it was to me. I was like, It wasn't Man. to me because I I got to run alongside of a guy from um he was just outside of Brooklyn, Michigan. And he told me that that was his uh, sixth Tough mutter that he finished, his sixth. And he does it not necessarily for reward or anything, just so he stays in shape. Yeah. He says, it gives me something to work out towards because if I decide that I don't need to finish this, then I'm not going to work out. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was amazing. And I, it's something that I actually use 
in my my work life. Like I do these certification tests because not necessarily because I'm going down that path or anything, but because if I don't finish this, like if I don't make that goal, then why am I trying to learn anything new? And in the IT realm, like so, I I took this advice that this stranger I. Dude from outside of Brooklyn, Michigan, thank you. I have no idea what his name was, but I ran with him for probably, I'd say, a mile and a half or something. We did. Yeah, we did. We ran through the woods with the yeah with the guy. It, well, we didn't run. We were walking. And he, uh, he was, his exact words yeah. were, it doesn't matter. You're going to finish. Like walking, yep. running, it don't matter. And then, then I think- Yeah. Go, well, there's also a group of people that passed us and you, you needed to walk because it hurt. And I was like, dude, I don't care. And I walked with you and we jogged around- and then at some point you're like, well, dude, I know uh, we got to go. And you just, you just took off again. And we abandoned old man to walk in yep. the woods by himself. We did. Hopefully a bear ate him. I doubt it. <laughs> but, <laughs> he was but, clearly the old and weak one. Like if there was a bear, he's getting I mean, eight. He, he finished six of them. That's pretty impressive. I mean, it's not like the most grueling test ever. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it was a very lengthy run. Uh, and some of them obstacles, I don't want to do them again. Um, I but, thought about it, but I'm good. I'm old. I don't going back, my body. it was because of the support that I had and the time that I spent doing that was not time wasted. Mm -mm. It was definitely time that I enjoyed. I, I had a great time doing it. The second one was, was pretty fun too, but it wasn't as fun. I went with my boss's family and I'll never go with anyone's significant other again. Yeah, not yep. bad. Nope, I won't take my own significant other. I love my wife. <laughs> I will not listen to whining like that ever again. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, oh, because it's your significant other, so you understand. You have to support. Yeah, you understand, you know, they hurt and this and that. Well, I don't care about your significant other, and I've learned this. Like, I'm here to go and do this event, and I walked so much of that one that it just made me mad. Yeah. I'm not, if I ever do another Tough Mudder, it'll be by myself probably, but i probably never going to do another one because it just hurts. It does hurt. Like I said, I couldn't walk for two days. It was rough. And then when I fell on the uh, um, the half pipe where mm -hmm. you got to run up and you got to pull yourself up, I was able to do that just fine. And then I turned around and made the mistake of watching the next person come up and they apparently thought I was going to help them. So they reached out and for some reason I instinctively reached out and then he started pulling me over. So I have two people grabbing a hold of me so I don't get pulled yeah. off. I'm like, oh, well, this was the wrong idea. So from that point forward, the only person that I helped was you. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm three obstacles in, no longer helping people. Yeah, that that time there was well spent. It was, and it was a great, great support. I just was humming uh, uh, Cage Elephant in my head. Yeah. Yeah, it's a song that I remember the line, in it, but it's time well wasted or time well spent. It, it is well wasted. Relaxation time is time well, well wasted. I, when I go camping... I love it. I absolutely love it. My family around me is so miserable. <laughs> they complain a lot. Um, they used to complain a lot. Let me put that way. Um, my my. You stopped taking them. My wife. My wife no longer. She enjoys it. She now enjoys it. Um, when we first got together, she did not like the outdoors at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, at, at the time, it was time wasted. And but it was good time wasted. Mm -hmm. Time well wasted. Time well wasted. Yeah, we're going to keep those lyrics in here. Now, I haven't, I've not went camping in a long time because I don't like the ground. 
that's pretty much it. I went I went and did a uh, overnight camping. Like I we went hiking through Manistee Trail with a buddy. We went. I don't know. I don't even know how long it was. All I know is I was bored out of my mind. Like <laughs> I, I was in super good shape and I was jogging up and down this thing with a pack on my back with like, I don't know, 30 pounds in it. Like I was jogging up hills, running down hills, running everywhere. And I was like, this isn't for me. This this walking thing. Not, not into it. <laughs> I got to get there now. Yeah. And then as a matter of fact, it went to the point where he kept trying to get me to walk and I refused to walk. So I jog up and I'd jog back to him and walk with him, jog up, jog back. And then finally he's like, fine, I'll jog. He jogged for a little ways. Not a good idea when you're like 245 pounds with a pack on you too. Yeah. His knees hurt. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did. But no, I definitely learned that, uh, that, that walking's not for me. Right. Not in my... Is it just the speed? Yep. It's boring. See, it's amazing. We're sitting here talking about time and walking's too slow. It's it taking too much time. So it's, it's not taking too much time. It hurts just as much if I run or if I walk. That, that's true. So in my mind, I'd rather go run because I'm going to burn more calories and it's better. And you're going to get there and see more. And yeah. The wind in your hair. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I haven't cut my hair in a while now. I, I really like feeling the wind in my hair. <laughs> like it feels really nice. I missed it because I've, I've had a mohawk and short haircuts for I don't know how long now. A couple right. of years. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to let it grow pretty long. Yeah? Yeah. Like the the whole man bun thing? I'm not going to do, do that. Don't do that. I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm your support network on this one. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. That I'm not a samurai. Like, I'm, I don't I don't carry a sword around. I don't have armor. I don't have codes of honor. Like, I will, <laughs> I, I will easily <laughs> stab someone in the back if it benefits me completely. Like, I'm not going to seppuku myself ever. Duly noted. If there's ever an opportunity for me to kill myself or not, I'm going to choose to not. Right? Yeah. That's true. Plain and simple. I understood. <laughs> like, don't need a support network for that one. <laughs> That's all on me. That's amazing. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers does it now. He's a man bun guy, so. It just, it's not my cup of tea. Like no, if, mine neither. If you want to do it, go for it, but. Oh, at the same opinion. time, I never thought that I would have a mustache that almost reached my ears either, so. How do you eat and not get stuff? Like, how do you not get your hair in your mouth? You just pull it out to the side. Like, it, my my mustache is, like, almost a handlebar. This but. this is a time waster. This is what this is. And it makes me so damn mad. I, I was eating soup at work, and, and I, apparently I have a hole in my mouth. It was all through my beard. Like, it... it <laughs> It was like covered, like, like picture cheese melted, like on top of a pizza. That's how my front of my beard was. My boss was like, dude, you need to go take care of that. And I was like, oh, is it that bad? And I took my hand like this and I was like, yep. And I had soup on my hand. Yeah. I, I'm definitely learning why I, I kept a shorter beard over the years. <laughs> this is all over. Uh, no. Um, so on this topic, though, I do remember meeting my, uh, I worked for a contractor out of, I think, Virginia. He came. <laughs> You're right there. I just swallowed a booger. You're right. No, that was gross. <laughs> Sounds gross. That was a bloody booger. Anyways, contractor making out of me, Virginia. Making me gag. Yeah, yeah I'm, so I'm going to throw up. Ugh. I worked for a contractor out of Virginia, and he made his way up to Michigan, and uh, we all got to to meet him for the first time, and I had the the longer the longer beard and the uh, uh, handlebar mustache. You and all had that. your terrorist look on. <laughs> no, not I necessarily. I remember this very vividly. You look yeah. like a terrorist. It was a very long beard and a long handlebar mustache, and uh, I made the mistake of ordering a, a calzone 
wherever we went out to eat. So like the mozzarella got like all in my beard and in my in my mustache and it was like clinging it together. So yeah, it was it was a terrible time, but it's a learning experience since then. You know how much time I can handle it. I would save so much time if I just got rid of it all. I think it's what a beard shows though. A well-groomed beard and a well-groomed mustache shows patience, that the individual is patience. And if they if they have a well-groomed beard and they're Detroit Lions fans, they have all the patience in the world. I agree with this, and I am neither of those things. I am both of those I things. I do not have patience. Not at all. <laughs> it, it, another thing about time is is you're always – I've always been told by my bosses, it, it just takes some time. Be patient. Take some time. Be patient. I'm good, man. Like – my goal in life is to get as much money as quickly as possible and not have to work. Like that's my goal. I want to get as much money as possible right now because in five years, five years, the same amount of pay is not okay with me. Like I will leave this company and find a different job that has the same things but before what, I just sit on my derriere and be like, mm, this is great. Yeah. What does pay? What What does the money have to do with it? What is money? Money it allows you to do what we're doing. If we didn't have money, we wouldn't be able to have what we're doing right now. You know how much time I get because of how much money I have? No. A lot. When you don't have money, you don't go do things. You don't you, you lose time because you're like, well, I can't go do that. So I'm just gonna sit here. Like I would love to go visit my family, but a tank of gas is too expensive. Okay. I lose out on a lot without having enough money. Okay. Like also with, with playing with my sport so, network, I so wouldn't be it, able to do that. Is it fair to say that money doesn't necessarily What's the cliche statement? Oh, uh, money doesn't buy, buy happiness. But it does buy freedom or the happiness the freedom brings. So th- this is this is a problem I have with a lot of cliches like that. They're said by people that that aren't good sport networks. <laughs> <laughs> like plain and simple, man. Like they, they, they want you to be convinced that what you have is enough. And it's like, well, that's, that's good for certain things. I think there, I think there is, there's a very, very, I'm, I'm going to say a fine line. There's a very fine line with this because people can become too materialistic. Oh yes. 100% too, too materialistic. And Mm -hmm. that's what they will rely on. However, I'm, I'm, I'm in your boat. I, I do believe that there is a certain thing that the, the, uh, financial freedom so to Mm -hmm. speak that you have does bring certain happiness so you are able to go spend quote unquote quality time away from the couch as opposed to just sitting on the couch and there's it the invention of tv was a great thing because it did allow poorer people to just be able to enjoy themselves at home but it's also a terrible thing because now you're content to be at home and well i think that i think now in our our time frame, our generation, so to speak, is no longer the TV that we're worried about. It's the cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. It's the pocket computer. Oh, it, it goes with you everywhere. And that's what allows people. We can be the most connected, disconnected society in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say can be. We are. But yeah, the the, the thing about, about that saying, you know, money can't buy, buy happiness, that's because people are really poor. <laughs> like only only extremely poor people that can't get out of their situation believe that money can't buy happiness because if they they were honest with themselves they would not be happy like you can't tell me that not be like not being able to go to the doctors is making you happy like if you hurt and you don't have enough money to go to the doctors clearly if you had more money you'd be happier because you could take and, care of your issues and i also think that then you get into a whole big conversation of that's why people would now say that that should be a fundamental right to have access to health care. I always go back and forth on it because 
if if you regulate something, people are going to set the price yep. to that no matter what, and they're going to do as little as possible. And I don't care who you are. If you have some sort of competition, it's going to make you better right. off. Yep. But there's going to be a loser. And people don't want to lose. Nobody wants to. No, nobody ever wants to lose, but the, people really don't want to lose now. That like that's that's the reality of it. Is is it's almost like if there is a loser, that it can't happen. You can't. It's it's if everyone can't win, you can't do it now. Right. It's got to be. It's got to be done. It's got to be done for everybody as fast as possible with nobody getting hurt out of the whole situation. Correct. But and that's, that's how not, it works. I mean, it's not feasible. And this goes into everything, absolutely oh, yeah. everything. Let's go just into the denim gene market, right? Cool. We can get jeans anytime we want. At one time, they took over 50 hours to make a pair of jeans, to hand sew a pair of jeans. took 50 hours. Mm-hmm. Now we can get them. We can go and get them off the shelf because they're mass produced. But what we don't see is the, the uh, uh, economy and the environmental processes that is impacting on the the areas that are making these genes that are dying these with the uh, indigo and things of that nature. Um, uh, Bangladesh is a big one. Um, I, I'm trying to think of the other one. Bangladesh is the one that's sticking out in my Asia. mind. No, it's everything's pretty much made in Asia. I mean, there is a lot of it, but Bangladesh just had a, a huge factory just collapse on itself. And I want to say over 400 people died that, and, they were making denim jeans for mm-hmm. people that can change them whenever they want. Oh, I don't like seven holes in my pants. I want the whole fuck, the whole thing ripped out now or something like that. Or now all of a sudden the style has changed or the fast fashion has changed mm-hmm. and we can go and buy that. So yeah, to, to your point, it goes into absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everything. You know what else goes into everything? Quitting. That's Quitting true. time. Absolutely. <laughs> it does. It does. And just like that, I think we're quitting. Yes, that's exactly what I was alluding to. Hope you guys all enjoy this. We're going to start doing these more regularly, so hopefully they'll come out more. I'm hoping for more than once a month, but once a month is what our goal is for now. We will see you next time. Enjoy. Bye-bye.